0: this one more just one more instrumental you know what I'm saying then we gonna get shit started all right three or four years ago at least three or four years This shit started, man. You better get this shit started. They want the 10 that I can, the, the chat that I chat. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? You know what I mean?
1: Let's <laughs> go.
2: Speech, bitch.
0: All right, let's get this shit cracking, man. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We need to build a wall. Jersey, Judah, and it's nine fifty eight. on the dot AM Thursday and I'm back with another episode another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel All right so check it check it out right so I've been up I've been up this morning since 6.30, kind of just been bullshitting. I slept for at least six and a half, seven hours, I think. So I'm good, I'm ready for the day. Gathered a lot of content, I don't know what I'm gonna go through. Correction, I know what I'm gonna start with. I wanna present to you, probably the dumbest post, right? Matter of fact, I'm going to call this the dummy post of the day. And I'm going to start doing this because I see a lot of stupid shit being shared on Facebook by modern women. This one could have came from an ex. Wink, wink. Could have came from an ex. Could have came from a stranger. Who knows? But this is the dummy post of the day. And it goes as following being in a relationship with a hardworking man is not for everyone. Let me just stop right there. Let me just stop right there. Being in a relationship with a hardworking man is not for everyone. Let me continue. This is why uh, some women these days are interested in men with no life perspective. Having a relationship with a hardworking man is to understand that he might not always be available for you. You may think there are times where he will not always seem invested in the relationship, but it's not the case at all. It's quite the opposite. He wakes up every morning and works hard every chance he can to create a stable future for you. You need to understand there will be days where he will most likely be tired and he'll barely have time to take a shower and give you a kiss on the head to bed and get some, wait, get some much needed sleep to start it all over again the first thing in the morning. Do not take this kind of guy for granted. He might come off a little rough around the edges because of his dirty, calloused hands and grease stained shirt. But this man will love you with a type of love you have never experienced before. So here is to the hardworking men that are married to the woman of their dreams that get up every morning and work hard every day for their families in order to live a life they have always dreamed of. And then in the 100 emoji, the 100 emoji. First of all, let's just start off with the obvious. The woman that posts this, and this ain't me just saying it to be mean, it's, it's a fact. The woman that's posting it is a unmarried single mother. Of two kids. Now, I can guarantee you one thing, one thing for certain. Not one of the baby's fathers that she was with were considered hardworking men. So what does a dummy like that have to do? Like, how can they never like the only if they're lucky, the only hardworking man that they see is their father. And if that's if they see their father. Let's keep it a buck. All right. The dummy post of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, once again, Jersey Judah. It's just like, fuck, you know, what I'm saying like. These women are so phony, not all, but the type of women that post the shit I just posted or to post the shit that I just talked about just now, the dummy post of the day. And yeah, I'm petty. It was an ex-girlfriend that posted it. I found it funny because she's a single mother too. What what hardworking man have you even seen? If you if you've seen hardworking men in the past with two kids, you're not gonna see well, you'll see a lot of hardworking men, but they're not looking for you. You'll see them, but they ain't seeing you. But it's just one of those situations where it's like, do these bitches realize people know them? Personally, like people really know what you are about. Like, you can post all types of memes, you can put all types of posts up, you can share all types of pictures, you can lie to everyone because you know you're better than everyone. You can do all that. Mm -hmm. Um, the people that don't know you. The people that are dumb, deaf, or blind, and they just don't see what's going on. They don't see through the mascara. They don't see through the makeup. You can fool those men. And trust me, there's, unfortunately, to this day, there is still a large percentage of those guys. Those are the Care Bears. Now, I want to I wanna go over something quickly about that post that was funny to me. On top of on top of it saying being in a relationship with a hard working man is not for everyone. So women strive to be with bums or women should strive to be with bums because they don't got shit going for them. Got it Um, here. I want to go over this one thing. That's incredible because I want to bring it up. All right. He might come off a little rough around the edges. Most men are rough around the edges because of his dirty, callous hands and grease stained shirt. But this man will love you with a type of love you have never experienced before. Now, the woman that posted this. I can tell you for a fact, she's never had that type of love. And with the shit she talks about and how hypocritical she is and how much she's a burden to a lot of people, she will never experience that type of love. Especially, especially, I got to keep making this point. As a single mother of two kids, okay? I'm just keeping it a buck. It's not like the bitch is, I don't know how I forgot how old this bitch is, but it's, it's the dumbest shit ever. And the post itself isn't dumb, I, I want to emphasize that for a second. Any other woman that I don't know who would post that, I would say, oh, cool. That's what's up. But because I know this person, like, no, you're capping. It's almost like the bitches who, who, um, it's like, it's like the women who go out there and like, they, they really try to, I don't, I don't get it in a sense where on top of already having makeup, right? You already have makeup on. You already covering up yourself. You are already making yourself better than what you are. These women are on another fucking planet because now they go on to Facebook and they forget that there's people that know her IRL. We know you in real life. This ain't you kid. This ain't you, but who am I to judge, right? You know what I mean? Who the fuck am I to judge? I just wanted to bring that up. That's a fucking dummy post of the day. Get used to it. I might I might have some more. I may do that in the morning. Dummy post of the day. We got options here. We got FBE Capital. With that gas. FBE Capital. With that gas, and what do I mean? Well, apparently the whatever podcast you guys may have heard of it, I pretty much consider it the White Fresh and Fit because realistically, that's what it is. All right, and I don't know, like when this whole when this whole formula, because like I've always said, Fresh and Fit is more of a formula. Than a podcast where they kind of made that setting of the roundtable, alcohol, bimbos, kicking bitches out, sort of that, you know, Jerry Springer podcast vibe. That's what I call it. It's a very Jerry Springer podcast vibe to it. But the guy is apparently under hot water for some reason. Do I want to go through that? Probably. It sounds interesting. I haven't listened to, uh, I haven't checked out a FBE Capital video in quite some time, but this guy is known to do some very nice, productive, or nice, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm black. I'm black and I'm slow this morning. Um, Very good at editing. He pretty much does many documentaries with the clips that he posts, so... Shout out to FBE Capital. Y'all should check him out on YouTube. We're gonna go through him since I already mentioned it. But just so y'all know, there's other things that I have lined up here as well. I might just put everything in one list. That way I know what I'm dealing with going forward uh for the rest of the day. There's a couple like I have a lot of shit actually. I'm I'm looking at this and this is crazy. We're actually not gonna go through um I don't think we're gonna go through FBE Capital. Not yet. I wanna go through some politics. Y'all know I y'all know I like to switch things up, man. I don't I don't really stick on to one direct subject. Very spontaneous, unorganized, yet still manageable as a podcast, I might add. We're reaching. This is a very confusing time in my life because the podcast on the format outside of Spotify which is just podcasters I'm reaching like I think 5.6 I'm close to 5.7 um please Now how is this equate to 15 reaching out to 15,000 people on Spotify I don't know, but I've reached out to 15 people on Spotify so I'm gonna take that as a win. I'm gonna take that as a W champ I'm gonna take that as a W. Um, yeah, we got a lot of shit. Like, I got some political shit. I think we're going to go over most of the political shit on this episode. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. We got a, oh my God, so many things. Look, I'm not even, I'm not even being like, like, I'm not even being sarcastic. This episode will just be on the failure of Joe Biden himself. Like, this would be like the expose, except I'm black. And I don't like really anybody, but Joe Biden is definitely at the top of the list. I kind of hate Joe Biden. I'm not going to lie. I must make a confession. I kind of hate Joe Biden. Oh, I hate Kamala Harris. I'm not going to say kind of with that bitch. Oh, I hate her. May the Lord forgive me. I hate that dumb bitch. She's an idiot. May the Lord forgive me. Fuck that bitch. She a dumbass. Y'all know that. What the? Yeah, man, Sky News Australia is pretty much, I'm pretty sure Sky News Australia, Doc Rich may have something to do, no, 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 this is definitely Sky News Australia all the way, three videos, I'm going to go through um, Go through them quickly, once again, we're keeping this shit old school this morning, um, no segments, I'm going to most likely do segments tonight because I do have a lot of shit that I want to go through. Um there's a video called Epidemic of Loneliness, The Epidemic of Loneliness by Moon that I want to go through. Um of course, the FBE capital, I'm going to go through those two actually. I'll keep it with those two. But the first video we're going through, US presidential election may not be the Trump Biden rematch everyone expects. But then again, if y'all been listening, You already know my thoughts. You already know my opinion based on research, based on gathering intel, that um, they're trying to replace Joe Biden. That's what they've been doing. Now, some people are waking up and they're like, yeah, uh, Joe Biden is going to get replaced by... Kamala Harris or Joe Biden's going to get replaced by Gavin Newsom. Joe Biden's going to get replaced by, um, what's his fucking name? Or what's her name? Uh, Michelle Obama. They've been talking about this since day one. Now it's finally a possibility. Also, crumbling Joe Biden loses control amid global carnage. Finally, he is senile. That's what it says. President Joe Biden labeled as a complete duffer. This is all when I heard duffer. I knew that was Australia shit. Shout out the Sky News Australia, man. This is a crimson sky
3: news episode. So let's jump right into it. It's now a year out from the U.S. presidential election. Donald Trump's commanding lead in the Republican primary looks set to make it a rematch between Trump and Biden. Let's bring in my colleague, James Morrow, the host of the U.S. Report, one third of the Outsiders. James, great to see you. A year. Great to be here. Wow, that, that's, going, that's going to fly. It's going to fly. Uh, what are twelve months ahead?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And look, I mean, I know that right now everybody's saying, "Oh, it's definitely going to be a rematch, Trump Biden." I still say, you know, Kieran, we've spoken a lot about this over the last several months. I still am not sure that it's going to be that Trump-Biden rematch. I still think there's every chance, especially on the Democratic side, uh, that Joe Biden winds up getting moved out. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, sure, he's looking fairly presidential at
0: the moment, uh, dealing with the crisis in the Middle East. But matter of fact. I'm gonna pause that for a reason. I want to play something that's connected. I mean, directly connected. I, um, I shared this yesterday or did I share it yesterday or this morning? I may have shared it yesterday on Facebook. I want to see if I can find it without any problems. Here we go. Uh, Congresswoman, uh, with with something she has to say, y'all should listen pay attention.
5: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I'm here to inform the House of Representatives that the Oversight Committee has indeed brought forward the receipts in our impeachment, impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. <laughs> Through our investigation, we have under, uncovered a check to Joe Biden for $200,000. Yikes. This comes from foreign funds Spicy. from a country in the Middle East through a struggling company. And you can see the check is directly made to Joe Biden. This is what Spicy. money laundering looks like.
0: We've- so also, you got money laundering going on with Biden. So yeah, Biden's going to get replaced very soon. Okay. They need to replace Biden because Biden is making the Democrats look bad. That's that's the God honest truth. So if they if if Joe Biden was functional. If Joe Biden was better at covering up his corruption. People would still look at him and vote for him this next election. I think a good percentage of people that voted for him. 2020 will either not vote this time around or vote for Trump. Very few of those people will say, okay, we'll give... um, Who do you want to say? Uh, They'll say something like, you know what, we'll give um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. a chance. That's going to happen, but not really. In fact, I'll tell you right now, this whole talk about this whole this whole idea. I got this loud ass street sweeper in front of me for what fucking reason? It's not even on this street that you're supposed to be on here. But, you know, typical. They do whatever the fuck they want out here. That's why I hate this town, I hate the people in it. Um, that's why they got to replace. They have to replace Biden. It's no longer an option at this point. Plus, let's be honest, with all the dirt on Biden going into this election, a person would be an outright fool or just a lunatic lefty to just go, hey, you know what? We're voting for him anyway. Everything about him is false. It's almost how people feel about Trump, except everything about Trump that was negative was in fact false, the racism allegations, all the bullshit, right? Russia, Russia, Russia. You know, they were pretty much in 2020. They were damn near blaming COVID-19 on Donald Trump. So, you know, now we see blatant corruption by the Bidens and a lot of y'all leftoids want to stay silent. Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna expose this shit. Number
4: one, the perception of global chaos is going to play against him in the long run. And number two, uh, if he goes, especially with Kamala Harris on the ticket, well, people are going to look at him and say, you know, a vote for Joe Biden is very likely a vote for Kamala Harris to step up Mm -hmm. into the role Uh uh, at some point. Uh Uh-huh. We mentioned that. But Joe Biden's age and the fact that he may be, you know, become just sort of too ill or incapacitated or tired to c- could go on in the role. So I don't think that it's necessarily going to be the Trump-Biden rematch that everybody's expecting.
3: Is there a precedent for that sort of shift? There, there, there is an expectation now, I know, 12 months isn't an, an eternity in politics, but is there... historical precedent for that sort of late shift with uh, an incumbent tapping the mat?
4: Probably the closest thing in recent history would have to be LBJ uh, deciding that he wasn't going to run again. Um, That would be, uh, that was after uh, he was
0: president after Jim. I want y'all to think about that. What's, who's, who's LBJ? Lyndon B. Johnson, black people. What did Lyndon B. Johnson say about black people voting Democrat after he implemented the Welfare Act and all this Section 8 shit to keep the black man out of the household? What did he say about black people voting Democrat for the next 200 years? Oh, my bad. Niggers voting Democrat for the next 200 years. Yeah. Joe Biden is being compared to Lyndon B. Johnson. Think about that. Kay was assassinated, of course. Um in the sixties. Mm-hmm. I ain't done yet. The same black guy oh wait, wait, I called him I almost called him black. Ain't that some shit? What the <coughs> I'm tweaking, what the the same white man <coughs> Who's just now compared to Lyndon B. Johnson is the same white man that said. If you're having a problem or if you're having trouble trying to figure out whether to vote for me or Donald Trump, then you ain't black. Huh. Ain't that something? That's an excellent comparison. Joe Biden? Lyndon B. Johnson? B. Johnson? Joe Biden? JB? LBJ?
1: Huh. Huh
4: would be the most recent precedent for an expected incumbent not to run again for a second term.
3: Now, if that does happen, who do you see as the likely contenders? Is it Gavin Newsom out of California? Would someone from California carry the day in the Rust Belt? And who did I mention? Just to let y'all niggas know, I
0: ain't listened listen to this beforehand. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Gavin Newsom. They may mention Michelle Obama. They may not. But right now, they've been um, using Gavin Newsom. In fact, I heard through the grapevine that Ron DeSantis plans on debating Gavin Newsom about something. I forgot. Now, keep in mind, Ron DeSantis is not going to be the president. (coughs) Ron DeSantis... Is not going to be the president. In fact, at one time, I don't know what it is now. Polls probably got worse for him because he ain't doing so well. Um, Ryan Sanders is second, if I'm not mistaken. He's second. He's down 40 points, guys. He's out of here. Yeah. Sayonara. Game over. But yet, the people... Apparently, still want to see him debate Gavin Newsom. Why? I don't know. But Ron DeSantis, just like just like Mike Pence, he's a he's a failure. He's a piece of shit. He crashed out. He ended up crashing out in the election. The nigga was in debt. No good, man. No bueno. All these guys, you gotta think, man, these niggas is getting mega donors, man. They're getting guys they're getting guys that's donating them hundreds of of thousands. Hundreds of the thousands of dollars being donated by these mega donors. We went over Ron DeSantis. You can listen to that episode. All the mega donors for him, which was um, NBA, the NBA team, Orlando Magic. One of the people that own part of that donated like Two hundred or between 200 and 500,000, and five hundred thousand. Don't hold me to it, but I do know it's at the hundreds. He was donating. Ryan DeSantis was getting hundreds of thousands of dollars donated to him. To lose, nobody likes. Nobody really likes DeSantis like that. Like yo, if if they gotta, if they gotta, if they got to the last minute, they'll vote for DeSantis over Biden but they're not gonna be enthusiastic about it. The guy is down by 40 points. The guy's a stone cold failure, he's done. Mission failed, we'll get next time. And we don't wanna see you back 2028, Ron DeSantis. I want you to know that. We don't wanna see you back on the podium, cause you're a failure. It's like you take a loss, it's like, for people that ever took a loss, like who really took a loss in life, like you, you go for something, you thought you had it and you just didn't have what it takes or you just didn't have enough of whatever in order to get what you wanted. It can be looked at financially, resources, money, materialism. It could be spiritually, right? Persever- uh, perseverance, endurance, stamina, energy. Vibration frequencies, you dig? Sometimes you just don't got what it takes. And Ron DeSantis, you're a failure. You're out of here. Mission failed. We'll
1: no next time.
0: No next time. Mike Pence, same for you, buddy. Hold up. Mission failed. We'll get next time. Not for you either. Okay. Trump is winning the Republican. Ad. I'm not. I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to like jump out the window with this and go, "Oh, Trump's winning 2024." I'm voting for the nigga. I'm telling you that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'ma vote for the nigga, whether nigga win or not. I mean, I hope he wins. The enthusiasm with uh, the blacks, the blacks, the blacks. Uh, Let me be specific. Uh, Niggas like myself, who is a black, who openly, freely identifies as a nigga. Many men like myself are also not siding with Joe Biden. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We ain't siding with crooked Joe Biden. <sighs> All right. And those niggas, I'll say it like this. Niggas like me, who kind of like, I was, I was, I was fairly. I was fairly neutral about the whole entire Hillary Trump shit, except I didn't like Hillary, so I didn't give a fuck about that bitch. Hashtag Hillary Pack. I'm smoking on Hillary Kush. I'm smoking on that Clinton Kush. I'm smoking on that Hillary Runtz. All right, that's what I'm smoking on. Hillary Pack. Hashtag Hillary Pack. Clinton Cush. Cause these 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 fucking. Cause like I remember. 2016, right? Like it was yesterday. Election and shit. I didn't watch any of the Debates until 2018. And by 2018, you might as well have called me a stereotypical Trump supporter. Because by that time, I realized, like, damn, yo. I'm watching the debates. 2018, 2016. Like, damn, this nigga's cooking this bitch. I'm like, shit, am I supposed to like this guy? Like, is there a rule that I shouldn't like the guy? Because I'm starting to like the guy. That was 2018. Now it's 2023. Like, nigga, if y'all don't let this nigga back in the office, I'm sick of this country. I'm one of the people that if Trump don't get reelected, I'm leaving the country. You had a lot of celebrities that talk about, oh, fuck. Trump gets reelected. I'm leaving the country. You stupid, retarded, sensitive ass didn't leave the first time you said that back in 2016, bitch. 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 See what I mean? Stupid ass hoes. Oh, um, they say some shit like... <laughs> you stupid bitch. Look, 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 they'll say some shit like this. We can't stand... Or we can't... We can't handle... More problems in this country. And they'll say some dumb shit like astronomically idiotic and inaccurate shit. Trump's going to start World War Three. Wait, what? Do you know what's going on today? Do you know who's in office today? Do you know about the conflict in the world today? You stupid, retarded bitch. But nope. 2016, it was all about, you know, Hillary Cush. The Hillary pact. Hillary was getting packed out. They were selling her in the dispensaries, man, because Trump was roasting this bitch. Every chance that Trump got to roll a wood, he broke this bitch up. That's how that's how deep the debates was. 2016, he broke the bitch up, put her in the wood. (sighs) Trump 2024,
4: nigga, no games. Yeah, so you see, I actually am not sure that Gavin Newsom would be the guy. I mean, number one, California is a living, open-air museum of bad Democrat policies. You know, if you just have to look at what's going on on the streets of San Francisco, Lawson.
0: Hey, quick question. Would it be safe to say that Florida, in a way, is the California of the East or of the Southeast? Because if you think about it, it kind of makes sense now. Why Ron DeSantis would be debating Gavin Newsom. It all makes sense. Florida, California. All right. The policies of different things. If you look at uh, Florida, I don't think Florida Florida was mostly Democrat at one point. Was it? Wait, hold up. I don't think it was. Then again, it could have been. The only thing Florida known for is wild niggas that tote guns. Military issued assault rifles and shit. Call of Duty, Call of Duty loadouts. Like it ain't even. That's just normal to them. Anything that's not extended, it's just not. It's not gonna work for them. Pause. Anything that's not extended, it's not working for them
4: formerly once great cities that have been turned into these, you know, crime and addiction filled hellholes. You know, you don't want that going out as a national sort of thing. I would say that, you know, you might be more likely to see a Midwestern governor, perhaps an Amy Klobuchar somebody like that uh, coming in uh, and stepping up to the role. Fuck is that?
3: Yeah, well, it's going to be an interesting few months ahead on that front. On the Republican side, we touched on those legal dramas. There is a myriad of... Legal questions for Donald Trump to try and navigate. We've said, and you and I have discussed this as well, every time there's a challenge or a legal question he's got to answer, the, le- the, the le- legalities to one side, the politics, his polling goes up.
4: His polling goes up among <laughs> Republicans, um, not necessarily so much among independents. Uh, and this is the great sort of gamble that I think the left is making. You know, they want to push. So.
0: Now, I know you guys, hopefully you guys have been paying attention. We went over, I think it was Liberal Hivemind who went over this. And this is all false, by the way. Um, The independents, for the most side, at least by two, three points, are leading um, when it comes to Trump supporters. You know what I mean? And, And it's pretty much down to now they are going to side if they're smart which I hope they are, they're gonna side with RFK because he's running as independent. So at the very least the um, pretty much the people that you would expect either they're not voting for Trump or they're voting for RFK. And those are independents. So once again, uh, Biden's losing the vote regardless. So a loss for Biden is a gain for Trump, whether those people vote for Trump or not. Donald Trump
4: into so many legal challenges, you know, this sort of uh, Gulliver's travel sort of thing where he's just tied down uh, by all these sorts of different uh, lawsuits and so on. Uh, Georgia, Florida,
0: Washington, New York, elsewhere. This nigga's a thug. He's a thug. I love it. All right. (laughs) He's a thug. Trump got hella indictments. This nigga got mafia tides. You would have thought this man ruled the world with how many indictments this man has. And did I mention he's the former president of the United States of America, soon to be future president? God willing. I'm not going to be arrogant, but I'm going to be confident. Um, Yeah, by the way, he's a former president. United States. So here we go with um, that thought. So criminals, bad criminals have probably got indicted less than Trump. Like ruthless criminals have gotten indicted less. And they got this nigga scattered across the fucking country. And it don't matter for him. Cause when he get done, he just gonna do a fucking he, he just gonna talk about it. He gonna do a fucking uh he gonna do a rally that night in a town nearby, in a state nearby. Cause that's how Trump get down. That's why niggas fuck with Trump. That's why I'm not letting these white liberals tell me who I should vote for, who I shouldn't. I'll slap the shit out of you. Respectfully. Backhand you too. You see what I mean? Matter of fact, where's my sound effects at? I'm high as hell. I'm tweaking. It's 1034. I'm 44 minutes in. Not bad, man. Not bad. I'll backslap the shit out of somebody. Hold up. Tell me. Oh, well, don't you know Trump's a racist? (laughs) Don't you know Trump's a white supremacist?
1: First of all, if you are a mayo monster.
0: That's, That's mayo monsters. That's what I think mayo monsters are. Liberals. Like laid, not even laid back. They have the aesthetics to be laid back liberals, but they're not. They're psychotic. They're if you mention Trump, they lose their shit. And I do it all the time, by the way, to white liberals. <clears throat> I do it all the time because I I want to, because I can, and because no one's going to stop me from doing it. You see that? I don't give a fuck, really. I don't. And. Uh, I don't like, I don't like white women, like white liberal women. I don't like them at all. And I, and I tried to figure out, was it? Cause it's like, like, it's not like selective misogyny. Cause I, I can't stand black bitches either. I can't stand none of these bitches respectfully. I, I just can't deal with y'all. So I thought to myself, like, is this like misogyny? said to myself. No way. Can't be. Mm-mm. This is all political shit. Cause I hear women, I wouldn't say they're traditional, but I would say more conservative women. They seem mellow. They seem alright. They seem like people that you could tolerate, not even tolerate. People you would want to be around, not people that you would have to learn to tolerate them just for a piece of ass. They tend to have more, you know. I don't want to say brains, maybe common sense. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But the 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 white Sort of cookie cutter, conservative, not really a fan of those. Those are like the uh, Tommy Lorenz. She ends up being a a man hater, you know, talking about men are trash. This is a so-called conservative woman. That's why I tell a lot of men, most women, they'll only use you for a source of resources, even when it comes to a talking point. Because they can easily mimic what I say, tone it down, make it seem presentable for their group, and do the same shit. But they choose to aim their content towards men, but they choose to be more um, promiscuous in their ways of doing things. So they're already used to putting their bodies out there. You dig? They're already used to being sex objects. Why not get paid for it? Only fans, IG dots, porn stars pretty much, webcam bitches. It's all the same. Really, it's all the same. Can we, can we all just agree to that? Like, you bitches... Um, <laughs> you bitches sit back. Not all, 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 but most. Women that's on the internet. Because, like, guys do stupid shit on the internet, too. And, like, I, I make fun of... I make fun of, um, the, the fucking, what do you call them? I don't make fun. Well, yeah, I do make fun of them. I, I do roast them. Um, the TFL guys, the incels, I roast them, but it's like a little brother type of thing. You know, it's nothing personal. It's just y'all niggas shot out, you know, y'all don't get no buns and y'all out here losing your mind over that. And then once you get pussy at that point, like in my, in my age and with my maturity, If pussy is not to procreate, then pussy should not be pedestalized. Put this in the book. He put this in the Bible somewhere, nigga. That shit's, that's gospel. Pussy outside of production, vagina, sex outside of production, it's value, not the activity. The activity itself is what it is. Fucking bitches, being with women, sleeping with women, dating women. That's nothing special. It really isn't. The guys that sit back, and they they wish and they dream for it. And they'll say they'll do anything to get it. Like, those niggas are shot the fuck out. Legit. And these women can't drive. It's another thing. Can't drive in a passenger seat. That's one thing Andrew Tate was right about. Call me a misogynist all you want. That is a fact. Most of y'all bitches cannot drive. This bitch damn near had to do a U-turn to make an opposite turn. A wide open street. Two ways. Two ways, not one way. No dead end. Like, women can't drive for shit. Lord know that. Lord knows that. I can't, you know. One, well, I say one of, nah, 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 that wasn't one of Uh An ex that I had years ago, years ago. We're talking close to 12, maybe 13, 14, even maybe even 15 years ago. No, no, it wasn't 15. It was definitely 13 years ago, right? She had this, she had this red, she had this red, dirty, like Cavalier. What Cavalier? What, what? I know it's, I know the car name. I don't know the model of that, so cavalier she had a cavalier old like 1980 something cavalier and she just could not drive to save her soul but i'm talking like this because at the time i was young i wasn't driving and the bitch was older than me so i didn't care and you know she would just randomly go hey let's go to the beach i'm like all right I'm like, let me drive. No, you can't drive. I'm not allowing you. All right, all right, bitch. You're going to get us in the accident. Ho couldn't drive. She couldn't drive for shit. Nothing negative, really, to say about her. She wasn't, like, a terrible person. She just, bitch, couldn't drive. That's all. And I made sure to emphasize that every time I get to the passenger seat and put my seatbelt on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know. This may be the last time I'm, you know. Cause bitch couldn't drive. You know, you you wouldn't know. Sometimes I'll be tired and I catch myself going to sleep, but then I realize, like, oh shit. Like certain people, you can you can rely on. Like if like like a family member, if they pick you up somewhere or you far away or whatever, you can kind of nod off a bit and not wake up in the middle of the road going through the windshield. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This bitch was not one of those people. Okay? That's all I want to say. She was not one of those people. Bless her little heart, man.
4: That he's unable to run on the one hand, and then number two, if one of these trials comes good for the Democrats in one way or another, you know, there's some sort of like actual real punishment involved, not just a fine. You know, that will, of course, change the entire race. But the thing is, I think that this strategy offends Americans' fundamental sense of fairness. They may not like Donald Trump— But they do not like this sort of idea that really seems like something more banana republic-ish, where an opposition leader, because that's what Donald Trump de facto is, the opposition leader, you know, is they they attempt to jail him. They attempt to to commit lawfare against him to stop him from running. I mean, that's the sort of thing we've seen in countries like Pakistan. It's not not what people want to see in uh, in the United States, Karen.
3: Mike Pence has... Decided he's not. It's not his time. Haley, though. <laughs> that nigga. Yeah, y'all, y'all remember that. Yeah, that
0: nigga's a bozo. It's just not my time. That's how he talked. That's how he said it. I just want to say, going forward, when it comes to the twenty twenty four election, it's just not my time. Yeah, that guy's a fucking failure. It's over for him.
3: Bozo thinks it might be Japs.
4: Well, yeah, Mike Pence dropped out. Well, there's your breaking news here for the week. <laughs>
3: Karen, know, um, I don't think
0: anybody really expected he was ever going to. Like the man was literally uh, like, where did he even stand? He was definitely near the bottom. I'm imagining Chris Christie's at the bottom. Um, the black guy, Temps Scott, he's definitely at the bottom. Like these are guys that have no momentum. They've came in with no momentum. Um, the only thing that Tim Scott did was sort of go on the view and made an ass out of all of the people in the audience, which was okay, I guess, but not enough to run for, for president Win, um, you know, Larry Elder, who I don't even know if he even stood. I've never even when they talked about the standing and who's running, they don't even mention Larry Elder. I forgot that he said that he was running. But now he flipped and said that, you know, he's he's supporting Donald Trump with the election. What a shocker. But, yeah, guys like um, Mike Pence, that bozo. Tch, jabroni, you're out of here. Sayonara. Uh,
4: you know, it's, you're the here.
0: great uh, lofty
4: Olympian <laughs> Heights of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But here we are. Um, here we are. Um, Nikki Haley, though. Is very much filling the gap that Ron DeSantis has left because DeSantis has just, you know, as we've discussed here, he's failed to launch. You know, he, he he went and he had this really promising sort of campaign, but the problem is he kept running as, as if he was governor of Florida rather than a future presidential candidate for the entire country. And I think <laughs> that some of his fights there seemed so parochial. You know, his fights with Disney, uh, his fights over wokeness—they didn't seem like.
0: First of all, let me just start off by saying him doing that was all a Trump move. I think Trump wouldn't have done that, but at the same time, it's the type of thing that Trump would have done, or he would have done it a lot differently. But Ron DeSantis rode off of Trump's coattails, all right? To become governor at that time, he was not going to win. He came to Trump the last minute, asked him for an endorsement. And he, depending on how you look at it, Trump was dumb enough to give him that endorsement. And then he took that endorsement, um, benefited off of it for himself. Um, He mentioned mentioned Trump during that time, but you can kind of see that it was about something more with him. You know, a typical politician in that sense was able to masquerade and then when the time was right he announced that he was running and zero enthusiasm, zero charisma um he's almost forgettable he's forgettable in the way that bernie sanders is forgettable, right? Remember remember bernie sanders, remember bernie. You guys remember bernie, right? Bernie Sanders Good old BS. Imagine having the initials BS and be a communist at that or a socialist, whatever he considers himself, whatever toots his own horn, pause. You smell me? But uh imagine having the initials BS and wanting to be taken seriously. That has to be an embarrassment. That has that 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 has to be and embarrassment. Bernie Sanders, good old Bernie Sanders. And he sure is old. Whatever happened to him, right? He's forgettable. I mean, he's not forgettable in the sense that if he's seen on television, people will remember him. But at the same time, they'll go, well, where the hell has he been? Like people forgot about him, meaning not that he existed, but they forgot that he was even running back then. So it's like, Ron DeSantis will be one of those people. I don't think he has what it takes. I just don't. Even if he did, he ain't
4: he ain't winning. They were about sort of cost of living, trade, security, ending forever wars, which is a big Donald Trump thing. Um, Nikki Haley is filling that gap. Of course, Nikki Haley has some interesting points of difference, Kieran, with Donald Trump, not the least of which being that her foreign policy is much more, shall we say, you know, proactive interventionist, wants to see the United States active on the world stage. That's an issue that I think really divides a lot of people uh, in the Republican Party.
3: And it just finally we've got to uh, let you go, but it, so you don't think Biden necessarily will be the candidate for the Democrats. What about the Republicans? Is it, do you Look, think I Trump think, is, is going to be there? I, I think he's going to be there, but,
4: you know, I just don't think that it's a lock. I'd say you've probably got about 60% chance Biden is on the ticket and that's shrinking. I'd say you still have an 85, 90% chance that Trump
3: is on the ticket. Yeah, fair enough. We'll... we'll, we'll
0: and you're being very light by saying 85 90%. It's a 100% chance. Besides whatever shit they're trying to get away, if we're being honest, nobody in that standing in the GOP is going to match Trump at all. So it's going to be a lights out type of event. A grand opening, grand closing type of experience. Where. When that happens and when Trump is selected as the top Republican, this is where the fun begins. These leftoids are going to spurge the way that you've never seen before. These people are going to lose their fucking minds. You understand? And it's that, that in itself is going to be worth witnessing. If Trump wins The upset, the celebrities complaining, talking about their moving, that in itself is going to be entertaining. Like I give a fuck about a celebrity. See what I mean? But I lied what I said earlier, because we're definitely going to stop this right here for part one. I'm going to do part two right after. Okay? well, not even part two, segment two. Stay tuned to be continued. Be right back. All right. Segment number two. We just went over Sky News Australia clip number one. We're going on to clip number two. This time we are talking about crumbling. Joe Biden loses control amid global carnage. All right. Sky News Australia once again with the assist, fair use by the way. And without further ado, let's continue.
5: The world is in carnage, a war in Israel that's threatening to expand, violent protests in most capital cities, a deeply divided world and a crumbling US president at the center of it all. Joe Biden, the frail and aging president of the United States, is struggling under the immense pressure of a new war in Israel, says Sky News All Stars Nigel Farage, Esther Kraku, and Paul Murray. Despite strong rhetoric condemning the Hamas attacks and a pledge to stand by Israel, the president is being blamed by many for playing a pivotal role in starting the war, (laughs) says Sky News All-Star. Isn't that?
0: I'm sorry, but that in itself is funny. I'm going to tell you why. I may have mentioned this once or twice. I'm going to mention it more because it's worth mentioning. Joe Biden himself has warned America several times about Donald Trump and saying that Donald Trump would be the one to kick off World War III. And now where are we at today? All of you Joe Biden supporters who believe that Trump was a warmonger actually had peace in the Middle East, had the Saudis and the Israelis chop it up piece it up which was never done before by the way by the way i should mention that it was never done before did he get a nobel peace prize trump should get a nobel peace prize but maybe i'm just saying too much did we get into any conflict under donald trump no no right no okay oh what about north korea yeah trump went to north korea and handled that himself so you can you can you can miss me with that bullshit. Um, China always had a problem with Trump because the way Trump pointed out the fact that China's been taking advantage of America when it comes to goods and trades for many moons. These globalists let it slide because they're globalists. They're for the betterment of the world in their viewpoint but not the country they'll prioritize other countries. They'll pry. Look, look at what Biden is doing. This is typical globalism. Biden's taking care of an entire country that has nothing to do with us. And the people in America are still struggling. The people in America are still starving. Uh, The people in America is barely having money to get the rent. They're homeless. And, and what is Biden doing? Giving money to the Ukraine. Offshore activities, money laundering here and there. They funnel it through a bad business. This is all mafia type shit, by the way. You know what I mean? These are th- this is all mafia tactics. Okay. Now, here we are today, like I said, the same people. They were talking about Trump was doing this and that. And the third, silent. They don't want to talk about these issues. They don't want to talk about it. Not not to me. Not as a Trump supporter. They don't want to talk to me about it. I put these niggas on blast, man. Y'all all part of the Democratic plantation. All of y'all niggas. Y'all picking that electronic cotton. And you going along with this propaganda, this electronic propaganda, picking that electronic cotton. That's what I like to call it. Democratic plantation, man. Sad. And they got no idea, man. People try to tell them. It's like what I said earlier about like white liberal women that I just I don't get along with them. I don't like them. When people start talking about politics, and it's not, it's never, it's never like non-biased. It's always biased. Where regardless if a person they dislike does something good, they're still bad and they're still a person that they dislike. The whole thing about the economy. The whole thing about the economy is when Trump was in office, or well, Trump was in when Trump when Trump was president, Trump was in the White House, things were ran a lot smoother. It was smoothly ran it' was a well oiled machine, right Here you got a businessman running the country in which most people will always say that the country this country is more of a corporation than a country because outside out outside of the country right in terms of what or who benefits the United States, it either comes down to Mexico or Like, they're like out like, think about it outside of America. What benefits America? China taxes the hell out of America and pretty much, you know. Like pretty much bullies America in terms of trade and and, and like materials and shit like that. Japan. uh, Japan more so than China, for sure. China, China, China tries to take out resources. Right. So like China, China tries to take away resources in a sense where they don't have like like before Trump, like nobody was really pointing out all the shit that they were doing behind the scenes. Right. When Trump pointed that out, there's a lot of things that Trump did that I paid attention to. Trump prevented uh, uh, the World Health Organization from getting involved with a lot of things during the 2020 pandemic. Um, Trump did a lot of shit that people didn't understand at the time. But as they continue to you know, allow themselves to be informed and allow themselves to admit that they don't know everything, I don't know everything. There's things that I said that I've been... Incorrect about that I acknowledge. But I gotta be honest, it feels good to be right. You know, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel good to be right? Doesn't it feel good to tell somebody I told you so? When I tell everybody that's listening, I told you so. When it came to Trump being indicted and the fact that his numbers were going up, I told you so. Okay? Just pay attention. Okay? Months ago, we're talking like like beginning of the summertime dog <laughs> like for real i said trump being indicted is the best thing that happened to trump when it comes to the black vote i was the first i was one of the first people to say it that i've heard of say it all right i was also one of the first people to say and shout out to alex jones because i listened to uh the Infowars yesterday. I didn't listen to an Infowars uh, uh, podcast in in years, but I, I was able to catch a three and a half episode, three and a half hour episode. I think it was like a Halloween episode or some stupid shit, whatever. But um, I was I was also one of the people to say the migration situation was only to find new voters for the Democratic Party, and I and I'm almost correct with that. Alex Jones is is already stamping that, so I mean, what what other stamp of approval do I need? Really, think about it. You see what I mean? Like, you're trying to be the best basketball player. You're not going to ask a baseball player for advice. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's levels to this shit. Okay. There's there's knowledge to be obtained, right? There's no petty BS, although I will get into some coon shit later on. I will get into some
2: coon shit later. Angel Farage. You know, the guy is a complete duffer. He is senile, let's just (laughs) call it what it is. The guy's a complete
0: duffer? The guy's a complete duffer? The fuck is a duffer? What the f... The guy's a complete duffer? I almost want to grab that, but I don't, because I don't know what the fuck it means. It just sounds funny. A
2: duffer. Jesus Christ. Uh, And he is also very responsible for much of what has happened. He was the vice president when the Iran nuclear deal was done. It freed up tens of billions of dollars for the Iranian regime. All they had to do was promise they wouldn't develop nuclear weapons. Well, guess what? They've gone. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know too much about that, but I've heard about this. And I heard... I heard a lot of conservatives talk about this. So it was more noticeable later on, meaning as time went on and people mentioned Iran, they always mentioned Obama. And I'm like, what type of racist people are these? They're trying to say Obama's Iranian. This is how I was thinking back in the day. I'm black. I'm black. So I'm like, man, what the fuck are these people talking about, man? Come to find out, they was bitching Obama. Obama's a hoe. I don't know why y'all niggas fuck with Obama so much. I mean outside of the obvious. He black or he half a black. Oh, he half a black. Okay. So I personally don't understand the whole, you know, Obama baby uh pandemic. The Obama baby pandemic is a very serious uh, pandemic. Um, Another example, a huge example of identity politics. One on one. All these all these retarded, uneducated. It's not just black people, but for the sake of saying it, because Obama's black, I'll have to mention the blacks. All these niggas, they didn't know shit about politics. They just went out there and, you know voted and shit. By the time 2012 came, this is how I know what I'm talking about. By the time 2012 came, half of those niggas was like, yeah, I'm not fucked with Obama. Fuck this nigga. Half of those niggas that voted for Obama 2008, including myself, when it came to 2012, we said, fuck Obama and fuck the world. Because y'all remember 2012, everybody was shitting themselves. Oh, man, Mayan calendar. The world's going to end. So you believe people. So so you guys are dumb enough to believe the same people that just did human sacrifices on the whim. They just they just sacrificed one another. You'll believe those people. You guys are fucking retarded and you guys need help. You guys are stupid. That's it. There's no other. There's no conclusion to it. Like seek therapy, maybe, I don't know, seek enlightenment, what the fuck are y'all talking about, most, see, that's, that's, that's what bothered me, 2012 came, it was an eye-opening, it was an eye-opening year, right, because not only were everyday people going along with this myth that the world was going to end, but these celebrities was going along with the myth, the politicians in some way or another used it to say that the world would come to an end, and all this, they used rapture talk and you know they try to they they try to play God and say the world's going to end here and have all these biblical reasons. These are the people that are the most destructive people in the world. And the, and the kicker about it is they're more destructive to themselves. They're deceiving themselves more than they're deceiving the people. I remember a rapper. Well, not even a, a street nigga that happened to be a rapper named Beanie Siegel. Some of y'all may have heard of him before. Had said something in an interview where. There's a point where people lie so much that it becomes the truth. They believe it. So because they believe it, it becomes the truth. Right. They they have played a character for so long. It's as if. When the cameras is off, when the people aren't around, they literally, they're still that person. So they're so fake that they're real to being fake. If that makes any sense. And I I understood what he meant when he said that. Because if you think about it, that's the politician where they lie to you so much or mainstream media, more or less. They lie to you so much that it becomes the truth because it's the people that's telling you. It's not even the information you get. It's the people who are in front of the television or the people who are in front of the camera, um, the people who are doing nightly news. They're telling you the same song and dance. They just stand on a different side of things than the, than the next person. But most of these things, um, most of the entertainment, not even entertainment, most of the information, which is pretty much damn near entertainment because it's not information to begin with. All these things are like 70, percent, 75 percent liberals. Anyway, 75 percent Democrats, uh, 75 percent never Trumpers, 75 percent of people that believe what Hillary Clinton said and think that uh, Trump supporters, uh, Trump supporters should be um, deprogrammed. Right. Uh, We need to go into concentration camps. Maybe. Maybe that's what she's insinuating. Who knows? Maybe we're the new Jews. Maybe they'll just try to, you know, gas us, you know, do what they can. And I'm not making light of the uh, Holocaust, so I don't want to hear nothing from the Jews. I'm only using this as an example. But, you know, like that that that's kind of what it is with these people now. So on top of being hive minded and not having real genuine thought, they are probably the worst people to... Conversate with they're the worst people to debate. They won't acknowledge the fact that you made a point about something. They'll just try to butt in and add their two cents and try to take it as, you know, their argument. They made that point. Like, no, you you pretty much mimicked what I said. You said it differently. Acknowledge it. Take a loss. You know what I'm saying? I'm
2: untouchable out here. You know what I mean? Developing nuclear weapons, and they've used that free money to fund Hamas and Hezbollah. And Biden is directly responsible for that Hamas. catastrophic you policy that? error. These these
0: these Australian niggas is tweaking, dude. Straight up, shout out to the Australians though. I wouldn't be using um your content fair use otherwise. If I didn't have tremendous respect, but y'all niggas talk funny, man. Y'all burnt out them niggas in Australia, wasn't, a, isn't, um, isn't Mel Gibson born in Australia, what, isn't he Australian, or am I just, am I just bugging, or he was, I know he was born in Australia, we saw the type of person um, Mel Gibson became, right, and no, I'm not talking about the sound of freedom, supporting Mel Gibson I mean the if you get raped by a pack of niggers then it's your fault uh Mel Gibson a lot of people don't a lot of people forgot about that Mel Gibson I think Mel Gibson that nigga shot out too though so maybe there is a connection because from what I can remember um Mel Gibson shot the fuck out um, this, this is around the time, uh, dog, the bounty hunter was out there saying, uh, was telling his son that he couldn't bring, um, his, uh, nigger girlfriend around because they love to say nigger and they're not racist because they say nigger. They just say it like, you know, and they don't mean this is how he said it. Like, I'm not, I'm not really making any of this shit up by the way. So I know this sounds outrageous to some of y'all. This has actually been said by these people. So I just want you to know that I'm not making any any of this shit up. So Douglas Bounty Hunter goes, well, you can't be bringing this girl around. You know, I'm trying to keep my career and keep my job. And you know how we are. We love to say nigger. We say nigger here. That's pretty much how he was saying it. He's like, and we don't mean it in a hateful way. Like you scum nigger, you filthy nigger. We don't mean it like that. You know, he's like, he's like, you know, for the sake of. You know what I have going on and this and that like you know you you can't have her around you just can't have her around us man you got to get rid of her that's how he was saying it now obviously this is out of pocket you know what I'm saying like (laughs) to say the least as a black let me just say that as a black I would classify this as out of pocket behavior champ for sure Definitely some out of pocket behavior, but very important. Very important, but a failed BBL type of butt. But ugh. At the end of the day, that was a private conversation that was somehow recorded, and I'm not really with that invading privacy shit. In order to try to get somebody like. It's almost like the women that, that will go out there, and I know women will do this, not all, but uh, hear me out. There will, there will be women that will go out there and try to record themselves, like, talking to a boss so a boss can say something to them, and they can use that against them. Like, that's the type of shit. That's why when you deal with a lot of these men who are CEOs and shit, their office has nothing but cameras. Their office has nothing but cameras. There's guys with Reddit posts that say they work in the office, you know, they're the head of whatever. And when it comes to going on the elevator, if a man goes on the elevator and only sees one woman, he'll wait until the next elevator. That's how deep this shit is. That's how deep this shit is. But anyway...
5: Guy News All-Star Joe Syracusa agrees, saying Joe Biden has blood on his hands.
0: The world's on fire. I heard a very sensible Republican uh- Senator Tim Scott say that uh, President Biden has blood on his hands. This all began in earnest after uh, his administration turned over $6 billion to, uh, for the hostages to Iran. And of course, Iran is behind this. And keep in mind also when they,
2: the Kearney took down those three uh, uh, those three missiles coming from, from Yemen uh, by yeah. uh, Houthi fighters and of course. Uh, Booty fighters probably had
1: Iranian
6: technicians sitting right next to them. Uh, when the history books are written, Pete, those will be the first uh, opening, uh, that'd be the opening fire of the, of the American war. So we, we
1: are literally on a war footing in, in the Middle East. And uh, it's, it's going to get
2: worse before it gets better.
5: Nigel Farage also added that if Trump was still in power, things would be very different.
2: It was Trump afterwards, of course, who brought in the Abraham Accords to start to bring Arab countries together with Israel in peace pacts, very successful. Saudi Arabia was on the verge of doing something, uh, and and, and frankly, uh, you know, Biden's visit Uh, to Israel. Uh, The fact that other leaders wouldn't see him, I thought, was very, very significant. And then on the plane going back, he could barely utter a word. So, uh, yeah, you know, the leader of the free world does not give us, does not inspire great confidence.
5: The war in Israel has put Joe Biden in a difficult diplomatic situation, trying to balance his public support for Israel without creating further tension with Iran, explains Sky News contributor General Jack Keane.
2: Yeah, this is really stunning. First of all, I applaud the President of the United States for the speech that he gave last Thursday in connecting Ukraine and Israel what is taking place here and throwing his support 100% behind Israel. Commend him for that. But he refused to use the word Iran when Iran is in charge of these proxies and coordinating and approving these acts. And that that is shameful in not doing that.
5: And when asked about a ceasefire, Joe Biden muddled his words and produced a confused response, says Sky News All-Star Kristen Tate.
4: Yeah, indeed, of course, the U.S. position is not for a ceasefire. It's for those hostages to be freed. It's a worry, isn't it, Kristen, that he just muddles everything up the whole time.
1: Of course. I mean, you don't call for a ceasefire when one side has accomplished their goal of killing as many civilians as possible, beheading babies, slaughtering entire families. It's terrifying that this man uh, is who is leading our country right now sending money to Gaza, I mean, how are we going to guarantee that that money won't end up in the hands of Hamas? So at that point, we'd be funding Israel and then simultaneously funding their enemy and essentially fighting a war against ourselves uh, with our own money. The whole thing, it's just disorganized. And and, uh, this president, it's scary watching him trying to deal with all of this at once.
5: And (laughs) it's not only diplomacy that Joe Biden is struggling with increased public appearances since the outbreak of the war have met more classic Biden stumbles and gaffes. As always we all know that the hardest part of any speech Joe Biden gives is actually leaving the stage, not Damn. staring incoherently for a half an hour or so trying to read off a teleprompter. Well turns out he doesn't know how to enter a stage either.
0: Wow
3: i not introducing
2: me, Marcus. Forgot, Mark. I went straight
5: to the police. I apologize. No problem. This is priceless. Joe Biden's visit to Israel to meet with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was marred by his usual stuttering and stammering, which commentators say was humiliating for the president <laughs> and for America. America.
0: That's what y'all get, man. Look at y'all. I just look at some of these white people. I look at them, and maybe this is prejudice. I don't give a shit. I just look at them and go. Yeah, I know that's a liberal, you know. I just shake my head and go, liberals. You know what I'm saying? Like, any any motherfucker holding up traffic? Oh, that that's a liberal for sure. Protesters and shit like fossil fuel. We're fighting for freedom. You know what I mean? Those type of people. Liberals. Just grab them by the hair and just draw them on the side of the fucking sidewalk. Right next to the trash. Right where they belong. Basura. Right where they belong. Basura. Alright? Disposable.
6: Concern and I was particularly concerned the other night when I saw Joe Biden at his press conference in uh, Jerusalem. Uh, Because that guy didn't know where he was, he didn't know what he was talking about, and he he, he gave the distinctive.
0: Yo, come on, man, chill. I mean, I ain't sticking up for Biden, but damn, y'all, y'all Australians need to relax, okay? You Aussies, you Aussies need to cool your jets, fam.
6: All right, Jesus Um Christ. that uh, the, the, that America is clueless. Uh, oh. you know, he had he had cards in his hands, that um, oh. he was mumbling. Well, I assume he was reading them, but he was mumbling away, and uh, he just left the, the, the message to the for the world to see that America does have not have a leader. Uh, and you know, let, let's face facts: if Trump had been president of the United States, wouldn't this happen. wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. Shit.
0: That's all I want people to say. Well, regardless if we like Trump or not, um, if Trump was in office at this time, 75% of this shit wouldn't happen. Now, the left would have orchestrated or came up with some plot. You know, if they would have came after him, if they were willing to go after him when he decided to, to run, imagine what they would have done if he had won 2020. I mean, seriously, they are they were already in the process. They were already in the process of trying to impeach the guy. Imagine if he had got imagine if he if he won, if he went to the second term.
6: Russia wouldn't be in Ukraine, and uh, and, and the Palestinians, uh, the Hamas, wouldn't have attacked Israel. Uh, you know w- w- what? What we have yeah, exactly in the right. White House is weakness, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it, and they're taking advantage of it. and And that's the thing that could lead to an international conflict Yikes. because they see They see an opportunity, yeah. and, and they. I like how these guys, and I, and this is
0: where. I guess they have to, they have to say it like that in order for it not to be sort of fear mongering. They have to say, um, you know, world conflict. They can't say world war. They don't want to say that, but they'll say world conflict. Oh, we already have a world conflict. You know, um, Ukraine is already getting down with Russia at this point and, uh, Palestine and, uh, Israel and all those guys and gals and people out there are. Fighting amongst themselves, and it seems that different countries are secretly taking sides so um, if we're somehow fortunate not to have some type of nuke drop on us in any in any way, shape or form, um, literally or metaphysically, right, or something that completely damages our society and country as we know it, like the dollar dollar falling things like that the collapse you know we, we got an incompetent president that don't know what the fuck he's doing so there's that yep it's almost like what I said and I continue to say this about New York City you look at New York City throughout the years right and you look at like the taxi driver in New York City back in the 70s, late 70s, and sort of the aesthetics of how it looked and how dark it was and gloomy it was, that's literally New York City today. Watch Taxi Driver if you've never seen a movie. And the way that, the way that they filmed New York was very unique. And if you watch Taxi Driver and you watch the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, you'll see sort of the similarities. But... It's that doom and gloom sort of look that's New York and the migration problem, the inflation problem, um, the crime problem. um, You know, all these things wrapped up in the one. And now you got, you know, terrorists, uh, terrorist sympathizers, um, people who are protesting for terrorism. They're not protesting against terrorism, of course. They're protesting for terrorism. They march around and they do these little songs about killing and taking over and doing this and that. That's cool on paper, I guess, for them. Um, that shouldn't be tolerated in this country whatsoever. Okay, That shouldn't be tolerated. And for a lot of people that's going out there saying, oh, you know, these Jews get what they get what they deserve. You sound no different than these Nazis, especially blacks. You sound no different than these goose stepping niggas that didn't give a fuck about you. So, you know. Let's take a step back, take a couple breaths, evaluate.
6: Might take it.
5: Sky News all-star Esther Krakow agrees, saying Joe Biden's performance in Israel revealed his age and incompetence. It's, it's been awful. And, you know, the thing is, because there is such a potential for this to become catastrophic and an all-out
0: regional war and potentially a world war, actually the bar... Thank you. She probably got yelled at for saying that. I'm sure she got yelled at for saying that. Because I think that's like kind of how media gets down. Like, they yelled at her, like, you can't say that ever again. I mean, we like what you said. Everything else you said was great. But don't say World War again, please. You cannot say World War, it will freak people out. It's like, nigga, motherfuckers been programmed, my nigga, conditioned to realize that in some way, shape, or form, another world war is coming. Now, some of the people, the historians throughout the years have always said that Iran would be the next people to be that force, right? To be that force that would be threatening enough to react to and have a world conflict. It's not to say that this was predicted More so that people were just sort of ahead of the curve in a lot of ways, because they saw the climate throughout the world and how the Iranians felt about the Americans. And for people that don't know, you don't have to really be a a fucking scientist to figure it out. You know, they don't really like us much. They don't really like us at all. Actually, Um, Obama can attest to that because they bitch him they kidnapped they had pretty much kidnapped um and took uh the troops, American troops hostage. And Trump, not Trump, God forbid. Um Obama had to negotiate with terrorists. Can you believe that? Here we are. What was that? 20 Could have been 2010 maybe. Could have been 2010. I want to say 2010. Here we go with the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, he got to negotiate with terrorism. You got to negotiate with terrorists? That's, like, un-American, dog. Like, there's smoke. That's... You don't kidnap American soldiers, U.S. soldiers. And, like, Shit is fine after that. Okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. Just let our troops go, please. We need our troops. This is Obama. We need our troops, please. Not if Trump was in office. Not if Trump. But to see the thing is with Trump, we didn't even have to go through that. I want to keep reminding y'all. We didn't have to go through that with Trump. Any real conflict whatsoever. Besides COVID-19 that came, you know. Towards the end. As we know. Allegedly. The end of his run. And like, come on. Everybody... Outside of what people say, like they got information or they know about what's going on and they're keeping people informed and whatever nightly news, uh, at the evening news, whatever. Okay. All these guys are peasants, right? They're paid puppets. It's no longer journalism anymore. It's sort of like it's information through a dictatorship. It's like they have to say things directly from the script. They have to say it a certain way. They gotta fool the masses. You know they can't go against the grain, and that's why I like people like Tucker Carlson. Um, he had an interview. I forgot the guy's name. He's a comedian. He white. Uh, he's a comedian uh, from. He got a country accent. I forgot his name. But um, this dude. I had an interview with Tucker Carlson It was probably one of the better Tucker Carlson interviews because it was the first time I seen uh Tucker Carlson. Um, be interviewed essentially. And <clears throat> he was talking about a lot of shit that was interesting because I didn't know that he was, he suffered with drug addiction for a while and all that shit. He was talking about a lot of real subjects, but the way that Tucker Carlson does it, he's almost a comedian. I never realized it. He's actually pretty funny. Like, And I don't mean funny as in he does stupid shit, but the way he says things, he's a funny person. You feel me? But he was talking about, you know, he had a problem with pills and, other shit like that, and you know at a out of all people, I think a lot of us would would not really expect that, or at least I didn't um and, you know it was just interesting it was an interesting like uh interview that he had, and he talked about everything almost outside of politics, and it was like one of those situations where. You have a guy who does sports or you have a guy who's known for being sort of a sports broadcaster and he has a regular interview. He makes it to a level, in other words, to where people actually care about, hey, what is this guy like outside of sports? You see what I mean? It's like one of those situations. And, you know, Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, never fails to entertain, man, for sure. Cause this nigga was talking about popping benzos and all types of shit. I'm like, yo, this nigga's bugging, man. I know he was 54. He old as hell. What the nigga old as hell, man. Rumor has it he's still working on that network. Now if you ask me, this is all Tucker Carlson would really have to do, right? Long-term would be uh, an actual network. Temporarily, Tucker Carlson just needs a solid platform on YouTube. But I don't think YouTube is really a great place at this point. I'm pretty sure he's on Rumble. So he has a solid platform on Rumble. Um, It's difficult, man cuz honestly Rumble's pretty much the uncensored YouTube so that's how people look at Rumble. All right. Now I'll have to say anything else like there there would be I think there needs to be a balanced, if not right-leaning platform, Um, a social media platform. It needs to be a more center. I'll say a center right-leaning platform for those on the right where if you wanted to, you can cross share that through Facebook. Like if you put, A status of it can, you can, you can connect that status to your Facebook status, shit like that, but more sort of influence. So you, if you have people with their own shit, if you have people with their own products, right, and they're trying to come up like you, then why play other people's advertisements? Well, you can play their advertisements, but that's that that's all complicated. You know, this is fantasy land shit. But like I said, there is no if you if you really sit back and think about it, and like I said, man, this is mainstream media, this is social media to an extent. There is no um how can I say this? Like there is no right leaning platform. No right-leaning platform whatsoever. And if you think about it, it becomes more and more obvious when you see things like X or Twitter come up and, you know, people want to, you know, participate with that and people want to be involved with that and It kind of loses its momentum because at the same time, like, yeah, certain people can can now get away with more things. But I don't think it's going to be to a point where um, someone can say honestly, whatever they want. And, And I don't think I don't think people are unhinged to that point. To just go out there, even if given the freedom to say what you want. I think people have enough self-control. You see what I mean? Um, Outside of that, most of the people who who don't have control, I mean, you see what they're doing. You know where they're at. So it's kind of like, you kind of have that responsibility yourself, in a sense. You dig? It's no longer... Like, you can't, you can't look at somebody else. It's like the same thing I mentioned with uh, Trap Lord Ross, right? I went through the Trap Lord Ross episode, or not even. I went through just a few things about him and ended up having an hour and 20 minutes, no audio, no reactions because I didn't have my car at the time. And I was going through that, and I was explaining the fact that looking at somebody like, trap Lord Ross as someone who's responsible for the crime that's taken place to begin with is idiotic it doesn't make sense so when he talks about whoever he's a fan right it would be like it would be like um Like, uh, like, everyday news, when violence happens in the black communities <clears throat> and they speak on it, are they hated? Are they looked upon? Are they frowned upon as human beings because of that? Because remember, with the logic that's being used about a lot of these content creators, they're cutting a larger check, a lot of them. They're cutting a larger check. Got to remember that. But they don't get the judgment. A person who's obviously a fan and he has a following. So it's not that it's not like maybe some of the things he say are bad or not even bad. Some of the things he says are not accurate. <clears throat> but because these situations have already taken place, he's not snitching. So why be mad at him for um, pretty much exposing and telling people about what's going on in the area of situations that's already occurred? Then the people that cause the area to be what it is for this person to talk about it the way that he does. It's a deep, very deep, introspective type of question, you know pretty
5: low so yes i do agree with you in the sense that joe biden didn't just dis- you know completely destroy things um but the bar is very low i mean this is still a doddering old man he described hamas which effectively was were responsible for firing um the misfire into that uh, hospital car park as the other team this is not a game of monopoly there are no clear winners and losers mm. here and for him to you know take a stroke of diplomatic genius for him to be able to properly relay the the the, the, the complicated nature of this crisis and he's just not up to the task there's so many things he He's not up to the task force. And unfortunately, this is the president we, that we have at the helm of this crisis. We just oh. have to hope he doesn't make things worse. I, Sky News All-Star oh. Paul Murray also weighed in, saying Joe Biden, who is supposed to play a pivotal role in the conflict, is crumbling before our eyes.
2: And the incredible thing, while the world is at this tinderbox right now, We have this bloke in charge of the United States who crumbles before our very eyes. I'm frightened (laughs) that he is the one who's supposedly going to be able to pull every lever and create peace in our time. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, the guy is a complete duffer. He is CNR, Let's just call it what it is. Duffer. Uh, Duffer. Duffer. He's very responsible for much of what has happened.
5: Sky News host James Morrow duffer. added the scary realization that the president is coming apart at the seams.
4: Sometimes I'm not sure what is scarier. The fact that the world is coming apart at the seams, or the fact that the man who is supposed to be leading Western civilization through the turmoil is also, well, coming apart at the seams. Speaking in Philadelphia Friday, Joe Biden had yet another one of his close encounters of the stairs kind. (laughs) This time when he attempted to mount a small riser to give a speech on how Bidenomics is contributing to a stronger America. Have a look at this. Thanks. Good recovery there, sir. Let's have a look at this from another angle and note that this stumble was preceded by that little jog he likes to do to show how vigorous he is.
5: Former White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney commended Joe Biden on his recent performance in Israel, but admitted the trip wouldn't do much in the way of achieving anything concrete for the president domestically or internationally.
6: It's a good trip. I've set up half a dozen of these trips to the president of the United States. It was a good trip. It's a nice, gutsy trip. It's a good show of the flag. It's in the middle of of an active war zone, etc. He looks presidential. There's no question about it. It sends a really good message both to our friends and to our enemies. Does it change the outcomes any? Probably
0: not. Um, And by the way, that means outcomes in Israel and outcomes here back home domestically for Joe Biden. Uh, The president, uh, we fully expect to uh, have him ask for $100 billion worth of support. That's not just for Israel. That's for Israel
6: and for the Ukraine and for a bunch of domestic things. So we have to wait to see if the trip translates into more money back home from Congress. On the political front, he's trying to to, to look like like a president. He's trying to look capable. He's trying to sort
0: of beat down those, uh, those trashed whispers about his mental capacity. He's trying, but uh it ain't happening for him. That's all I'ma say. We're done. We're done here. He's trying, but it's not happening. Mission failed. Walk out next time. Hopefully when he's out, he stays out. Never hear from Biden again, hopefully. They should just lock his ass up. You know. They should just lock his ass up. You know what I mean? We're being perfectly honest here. I'm just saying, just lock his ass up. Get him out of here. That'd just be a lot easier just moving on like, all right, good, he's out. Um, the strategy would, would always be to keep as long as Trump is functioning and moving and gaining popularity, Biden's not the type of person I think that will bow down. I don't think he's going to be willing to sit this one out. He's going to have to be sat down. And I think the money laundering uh, alleged for check that was signed to Biden, allegedly, may be that ticket. But the strategy for the right, they need Biden to stay in office. Not, not towards anything but the election. No wild cards. Although I mentioned earlier, Alex Jones was talking about they're they're setting up a program for him to where they'll pretty much give him phones, damn near give him jobs, give them money, pretty much give him government assistance type of benefits. And we'll give them the right to vote. And you know which side they want them to vote, right? Well, not right, but, you know, correct? Because it's not the right, it's left. All right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Spicy. Spicy. All right? Desgracia. Basura. All right? Anyway. we. This is a very healthy episode this Thursday, because it's uh, 51 minutes, so it's like an hour 52 minutes, but as I always say, in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.